Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. So nice to have you with us today. As This is our day with the Butler Health System. And I know we've been talking with the Butler Health System quite often, you know, off and on. But this is our time that we get to spend a full 30 minutes with the health system. And we're going to focus on cardiology today, your heart, life coaching, because we turn the calendar and we can't quite get to the gym like we used to always. And, and so we're going to talk about that. And we have two different guests on the phone with me today. Dr. John Rich, he's with cardiology, of course, with the Butler Health System. And with the lifestyle coaching is Patty Kuniak, RDLDN. And thank you both for being here. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you very much, uh, Tracy, for inviting us back. I talked to you a couple uh, months ago. Yes. And, and you know, it, it's interesting. And I'll just start with you, Dr. Rich, if you don't mind because we can't get to the gym as often as much. And what have you seen since we've been going through the pandemic with the way that people are exercising and how that connects to their heart health? So um, COVID-19 has really thrown a curveball. Um, the problem's been not that it's been short-lived for three months. One, it's been the length. The length has been almost one year now. Uh, and actually, we felt that COVID was here around December last year. So really, it's been a full year. And we've noticed as an outpatient setting that people have gained weight. People have not been able to go to the gym. They've had social isolation. So behavioral therapy is an, an issue in the sense of trying to reestablish and refocus your goals. And that's why we're having this talk today to then kind of get our goals back for our 2021 resolutions. So hopefully with the vaccine coming out and us uh, moving forward, um, the numbers will come down and therefore we can uh, improve our lifestyle and improve our general cardiovascular health. And Patty, I'm going to turn to you for a moment because how important is lifestyle coaching right now for almost the same reason? Because we haven't really been moving as much or we're, we're trying the best we can, but maybe we go to the gym or, or, you know, run or exercise a lot and we just haven't been in that pattern. Yeah, I feel like um, people feel like they have very little control over certain aspects of their life. And the good news is we actually have a lot of control over our diet in this short term. Um, I know that um, people seem to be in two camps, like some people are completely stressed and eating less healthy, while other people may have taken this time at home to eat out less often and to choose healthier options within their home. So I feel like if we really want to focus on something over the next month or two, um, maybe diet is a priority, not forgetting exercise, of course, trying to just be active in our everyday lives and within our household, but we have some downtime in the next couple of months. We're still going to be trying to be uh, socially um, um, distant so we can offer these programs virtually so you can learn from the safety of your home and then put into effect um, what you can now and then maybe implement the other things um, that are a little more difficult in a month or two. So Dr. Rich, let me turn back to you then for a second because I'm wondering how 
How bad, how major is the issue of cardiovascular disease? I mean, are we paying enough attention to it? Well, as I talked before uh, about a year ago, first, uh, cardiovascular disease is still the leading cause of death in men, women, and in third world countries with racial and ethnic groups. And it counts over for 655,000 deaths, and one in every four deaths are related to cardiovascular disease. That means one person every 36 seconds in the United States dies of cardiovascular disease. So what is cardiovascular disease? Well, cardiovascular disease is actually just plaque forming in the arteries. And the plaque then can cause what we say end organ damage. And if it's your heart, you have a heart attack or heart failure. If it's related to your brain, you have a stroke. If it's related to your legs, you can have limb amputation. So um, what we try to do is reduce these risk factors that are involved with atherosclerotic disease, and therefore we can change the process and reduce cardiovascular death, myocardial infarction, stroke. So by changing the risk factors and treating both pharmacologic and with the basic lifestyle modifications, then we can reduce long-term issues related to cardiovascular disease, prolong life, and improve quality of life. So, you know, one in five women may die of cancer, while one in three women may die of cardiovascular disease. And the other issue is obesity that we have. I mean, one in three Americans are obese, morbidly obese, Two out of three Americans are overweight or morbidly obese. So this is the second leading cause of preventable disease. And as we know, smoking is probably the primary preventable cause in the United States that we can prevent. And over 17% of the people smoke. So therefore, by just having people follow a diet, exercise as recommended by the American Heart Association, and by stop smoking, we can reduce the risk by 50%. So, I mean, there's controllable factors that we have, which are like diabetes, hypertension, hypercholesterolemia, uh, sedentary lifestyle, BC, well, there's other uncontrollable factors like your age or if you're male or female or if you have a genetic family history of heart disease or, um, you know, that you're elderly. So it's the preventable and the controllable factors that we try to assess and then, therefore, we use a comprehensive approach to reduce a cumulative effect where we try to reduce your cardiovascular risk over long-term, Patty. Patty, how about your opinion on, on the cardiovascular disease problem? I, I, one thing I keep thinking of is when Dr. Rich is talking about is us moving and, and us trying to exercise. If we are up and about all day and in motion, is that the same thing as exercise? Well, um, from a 
from a heart health perspective, um, the ideal is to get about your exercise in at least 10-minute bouts. So that counts towards making that heart stronger. But from a weight management perspective, every movement counts. Every time you're moving and you're burning calories, it counts. And if we actually look at areas in the world where people live to be um, 90 to 100 and disease-free, they're not going to the gym. They're just very active in their daily lives, going up and down steps, walking outside, gardening, planting, which I know we can't do those right now, but even cleaning house. So every movement counts. Activity, we call it non-exercise activity thermogenesis. You can do that by sweeping your floor, dusting your house. So all activity counts for weight management and calorie burning. The ideal for cardiovascular is to have at least 10-minute bouts. And the American Heart Association says for a heart health goal, we want about 75 minutes of higher-intensity activity or 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity for your heart health or a combination. But the more you move, the more benefits you get. And again, that's a heart health. So when we flip to the um, weight management side side of things, we want um, 300 minutes a week or more. And the big thing is to start where you are and to increase gradually. From your perspective, when we're talking about obesity rates, what does it look like from a lifestyle coach? And and are you able to give us any kind of statistics for Butler County? Well, we, we, we did a community needs assessment, and we asked people what they felt was their biggest health concern. And their second biggest health concern, um, 25.7% of Butler County residents listed obesity or lack of nutrition, poor nutrition or lack of exercise as the top issue that impacts your, their health. So 25% of Butler County residents self-report that those three issues are the top issues impacting their health negatively. And Dr. Rich, let me go back to you for a moment, because when you're talking about the different ways that you can help people, you know, there's the lifestyle coaching and the pharmacological therapy, and then the interventional methods. Now, I can't imagine from your perspective, correct me if I'm wrong, the interventional methods being the first go-to. No. Um, Actually, uh, when you look at the guidelines, it's always about lifestyle modification and lifestyle modification has to deal with when you see a patient and they ask you and they come in what can I do to change and reduce my risk factors for heart disease so there's actually a thing that we do that's called the ASCVD risk Um, we calculate it and it has to do with your age your gender your ethnicity your blood pressure, both systolic, diastolic, what your cholesterol is, your HDL, your bad cholesterol, are you diabetic, do you smoke, um, and are you being treated for these? So we get an assessment, and the assessment is if it's less than 5%, you're low risk, if you're 7.5 to 20%, you're high risk, and if you're greater than 20%, you're uh, very high risk. Those people that are over 20%, these are the people that you initiate 
like high-intensity statins. These are the patients that you aggressively treat their hypertension to get their blood pressure less than 130 over 80. You aggressively treat their diabetes. And what does that mean? Utilizing metformin, medications, even insulin if you need to. And for uh, people that are obese, you tell them you need to lose 5 to 10% of your body mass index within or your weight within uh, six months. What's that mean? Well, if you're 200 pounds and it's 5 to 10%, you need to lose up to 20 pounds within the six months. You try to get them to do a goal. You write it down and you say, okay, you should be losing about a pound a week. So what that means is your deficit needs to be greater than what your uh, than what your intake is. So um, if if we cannot achieve those goals, and then you present with like a myocardial infarction or a stroke or peripheral vascular disease, that's when we intervene to relieve the symptoms and to reverse the process that has already started. So like we have interventional cardiologists, like myself, that we do at Butler. We're 24-7 around the clock treating acute myocardial infarctions. And we know the earlier that we get you there, meaning the earlier you come to the hospital and the earlier that we get you in the lab and open your artery, we save myocardium. And the same occurs with stroke. The earlier you get here and you see any signs or symptoms of weakness on one side or the other or change in speech, you go to the hospital and you get that, that clot-breaking uh, medicine. So you reduce the risk of having a large stroke that you have a deficit for the rest of your life. So, yes, we have the ability here at Butler, a excellent community center that we do acute interventional processes for myocardial infarction, for stroke, for peripheral vascular disease, for open heart surgery, valve surgery. Um, we have an, a very aggressive full complement of cardiac services here. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Jeffrey Rich, MD, with cardiology. Also, we have Patty Kuniak on the phone, RD, LDM, lifestyle coaching with the Butler Health System, where we're talking about your health and, and the lifestyle coaching that is available. Because, Patty, I would assume that that your job is to, to help people before they get to the interventional uh, point of, of losing weight and being healthy. It seems like losing weight is multidimensional. And I'm wondering... What's the secret? Because I think a lot of us have tried to lose weight. And when I heard Dr. Rich say maybe a pound a week would be good, there are a lot of us who can't even do that. So talk about why it's so difficult. Well, it's, it's learned habits. And it's, um, it's, remember, weight loss doesn't come on overnight. It comes on over a period of years. It's environmental. Um, it's, our, it's our commercial and our food and the 24-7 a, um, access to um, high calorie density, poor nutritional quality foods. It's the automation of our environment. We're not as active as we used to be. We have a lot of automated systems. So it's multifactorial. And because there's so many reasons, it really takes a concerted effort and a multi-dimensional approach. So we have found um, a lot of success with a weight management program we started 
six months ago, actually, when we started doing everything virtually, we started teaching a program called the Ultimate Volumetrics Diet, and it's ongoing. So just about every Wednesday evening, a few exceptions, throughout the year, you can log in. Um, We actually send you the invite. You can log into that invite over Zoom and get a lesson on weight management. The book that we're using um, is a 12-week session, and we've had a lot of success. We've had women losing 20 and 30 pounds over the past six months, and many of those women are just redoing the entire program for the next six months. So we look at diet. We know diet is the most effective tool for weight loss. But the trick there is that you need to permanently change what you eat because we can't just eat less of the unhealthy foods. We have to really switch and eat more of the healthy foods. And I always give people the comparison, like, how do you feel um, from a satiety standpoint if you have a breakfast that's um, coffee with sugar or a very indulgent coffee drink and a donut? How do you feel an hour later versus maybe having overnight oats with um, walnuts and banana. So you really need to change what you eat because the foods that you eat, the higher the water content, the more the fiber, some healthy fats and lean proteins, they keep you full. If you're just relying on willpower to eat less of the higher sugar refined carb foods, you're probably not going to be successful. So changing what you eat, finding a way to make it taste good, which we do a lot of recipes, and then thinking of this as a permanent change. And then the second part, part is moving. While diet is the most effective tool for weight loss, exercise complements that, and it's the most effective tool for keeping weight off and promoting that healthy cardiovascular system. <clears throat> the other thing is we know that people that track their process, progress are more successful than those who don't. We have something called a national weight registry <clears throat> where we keep track of people who've taken I believe it's over 30 pounds off and kept it off over a number of years. And we know things that they do work. They track their intake, how much are they taking in, they track their activity. Um, other things, they, they watch less than 10 hours of TV a week, they eat in more than they eat out at home, healthy cooked meals as opposed to eating out. So we're going to give people the science-based information on what works and just knowing that it is a long-term commitment to um, adopting as many of these um, things that we know are going to help you take the weight off and keep it off. Patty, do you think the success in all of this, though, is the support that you offer as a lifestyle coach and with these virtual meetings? Because if we go it alone, then often we fail and then we don't go back to it. So do you think the success in this is the support? Absolutely. And I say that all the time. There's even research that shows that people that just show up for the information have more success than people who try to go it alone. And it becomes a community. Um, People know each other um, via Zoom. So um, it's becoming quite a large community for the, um, the, the weight management program. But yes, absolutely, support. And if you can't get the support online, Look for support within your house or within your healthcare professionals or within your within your religious community. There can be support in many places, but yes, definitely 
um, support helps. I want to ask Dr. Rich uh, about the virtual visits, just generally speaking, because I know you both do different things. And then, Patty, I'm going to come back to you so we can talk about the different offerings, the seminars uh, that you have going on. Uh, So, Dr. Rich, let me turn to you for a moment and talk about how the virtual visits have been going for cardiology and, and again, generally speaking, for, for patients with the Butler Health System. So um, ever since COVID came out, uh, 19 occurred uh, starting last year, about a year ago, uh, we initially had to close our offices. Um, as you know, uh, nobody was uh, having any movement outside. So we had offered a service uh, utilizing Zoom, which was free. And uh, I, probably the biggest obstacle was uh, initially people did not have the resources for us to be able to communicate with them virtually. Now, we do it also by telephone, where we would at least just talk to them. So we always have had an open-door policy that has never been an issue with Butler Health System. And I'm very proud uh, of the people that I work with. Um, Heidi Drennan, who initiated everything within our services, made sure that we had enough laptops. And actually, a story, I had a patient that had followed me for over 25 years, and uh, they had no access to their family, as you know, to any of their grandchildren. I actually bought a uh, laptop for him to utilize since he was very sick because we were very concerned of patients being sick and then having to go to the hospital while we are having the COVID outbreak. So we've actually, it's worked quite well. Um, as you know, we've had over three surges of COVID-19. So it fluctuates where the doors open and patients come in and we have it quite organized that patients are separated six feet away and we have you know all the right process for protection. But as you know, the doors close again, and then we started doing more telehealth. So first off, one, we have virtual visits with telehealth. Two, we also have a lot of just phone conversations. Um, And finally, we also have our doors open now that patients come in and we ask the appropriate questions. Have you had any fevers? Have you had any exposure? I mean, it's important that we protect ourselves and also protect the patient. So we've been doing a lot of telehealth. And actually, Patty, um, this lifestyle coaching, every single patient of mine get this sheet that, uh, um, that we have out there on our butlerhealthsystem.org. You just go under lifestyle coaching uh, where it's, Uh, and press the button and you can see all the seminars and the seminars are weight management they're different diets diabetic coaching i mean patty has done an unbelievable job in servicing the community and letting them have open resources for these patients Patty, I'd like you to talk about some of these seminars because I know there's the Heart Healthy Lifestyle Seminar, the DASH Seminar, the Mediterranean Lifestyle Seminar. Can you go through uh, some of these uh, points that you want people to know? Sure. So the three you mentioned um, are very closely tied into cardiovascular health. 
So the Heart Healthy Lifestyle Seminar, we really teach the American Heart Association. They call it the Life Simple 7, and they may not be so simple. But we really talk about plant-forward eating, daily activity, smoking cessation, weight management, and then controlling blood pressure, um, cholesterol, and diabetes. So that's a really good gateway for somebody trying to um, figure out what risk factors they have and which ones they can work on. Um, Another one is the DASH seminar, which stands for Dietary Approaches to Hypertension. That is a National Institutes of Health research-based eating plan that is geared towards lowering blood pressure. They've also seen it's very successful with weight loss and um, LDL cholesterol reduction. And then my personal favorite is the Mediterranean Lifestyle Seminar, um, which really emphasizes how the Mediterranean um, diet can help protect against heart disease. And so those would be the three that um, may highlight the cardiovascular health side of things. And then the volumetrics weight management, and it's every month we take new enrollments. So that's a really good one for people looking for ongoing support. And then the other one um, that I know um, Dr. Rich mentioned was the diabetes. So we have a four-week series for diabetes lifestyle coaching. And there's others on there, but that just gives you a, a taste of what we have. Um, some seminars are an hour and a half. They're a one-shot deal, um, and it'll say seminar, all of the heart healthy, the DASH, and the Mediterranean. And others are a series of classes, like the weight management can go on and on and on. It's actually a 12-week lesson, but you can keep coming back for support. And then the diabetes is a four-week series. So there's a variety of formats, but they're all virtual. They're all free of charge. We are grant-funded. We're very fortunate to have a grant that is funding this community education. And remind us again where we go online to find the calendar of events. Um, You can go to butlerhealthsystem.org, and then under services, you would just choose the lifestyle coaching tab. And tell me your um, excitement about going into the year, because, of course, we've had a rough year in 2020. Now that we're in 2021, uh, we're, we're looking for those bright spots. So what are you looking for forward to as we go into 2021? For me personally, with a life, be, yeah. um, the vaccine distribution and getting to meet with people face to face again. Um, I really miss the contact with um, the community. We do a lot more cooking when we can meet in person. So I'm just looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, however far off that light is. I'm hoping right. it comes this year. And Dr. Rich, any thoughts on the vaccine, by the way, uh, the, the role that the Butler Health System may play in getting that out to the general public? Yes. Um, so uh, first off, uh, Butler Health System is open for the community, um, as we stated, both for lifestyle support and also for us as a cardiovascular disease center uh, with a full complement of clinical and cardiovascular interventional uh, procedures along with structural heart disease. And also I didn't mention was cardiac rehab, which will be opening soon uh, with the alleviation of our issues with COVID-19 isolation. But um, in speaking with the administration here, they will be uh, very involved and have an integral role in the distribution of COVID-19 vaccine to the community. I'd also heard that this was going to be involved with like some of the pharmacies, but um, 
once we start getting vaccines out, um, these will be administrated uh, through the services of Butler and out through, you know, our associated uh, offices where they'll be able to give vaccines to the public. Obviously, I think there will be a tiered system. Um, I think uh, just like they did for myself, who has rheumatoid arthritis, I was one of the first individuals to get the COVID-19 vaccine, which I had no issues at all. Uh, and I'm actually going to be getting my second dose in the next uh, three days. So um, I think that the vaccine will be there. I think the vaccine will make a difference. Butler Health System will be very involved with the community of getting this vaccine out. Uh, we have the appropriate staff and protection. I would highly recommend the vaccine for everyone. Okay, I think this is going to be the change. This is going to be my bright spot where we can then get back to a normal lifestyle. Dr. John Rich, MD, cardiology, Patty Kuniak, RDLDN, lifestyle coaching, both with the Butler Health System. Thank you so much for, for joining us today because I, I know we're ending on the vaccine, but our, our main focus was about your health and lifestyle coaching, losing weight, uh, not getting into the obesity range, and just trying to be healthier this year. And so thank you so much for both of you for what you do, but thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tracy. And folks, thank you very much for joining us on this segment. And this segment is on our website. So you'd go to WISR680.com. You pick programs and then Let's Talk and then look for the Butler Health System. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.